are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A Raw star responds to booking criticism. There are big plans afoot for the upcoming WWE draft, and we speak to one of the minds behind Super Nikki Cross. For Friday, June the 25th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Lily, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're just a stupid doll. Oh! You did it. And she's thrilled about it. Whoop. Shayna Baszler versus Alexa Bliss with the involvement of Lily, the naughty doll, has received some interesting feedback over the past few weeks. A lot of people saying that it's nonsense. A lot of people saying that it's a waste of Shayna Baszler. Uh, We've heard Alexa Bliss take comment on this on Twitter, saying in response to a lot of criticism for the storyline that she's having a lot of fun in the role. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, that's half the battle, isn't it? Shayna Baszler was chatting to Sports Illustrated and brought up the fact that many fans aren't thrilled with the way that she is being presented on WWE television. And Baszler says, quote, I need to show that I can be counted on to nail whatever it is I'm being asked to do. It's easy to be a badass tyrant like I was in NXT. I can totally fit that role. After establishing myself as that, it is important now to show that I can cover a wide range of what professional wrestling is today. It's like music. Some people like country, 
Some people like heavy metal. Not everyone, if it, not everything is for everyone. So I understand why some people roll their eyes when I do comedy. But I'm established as what I am. All it takes is one sentence from a promo delivered properly, and I am a legitimate badass. That's always there for me. I'm glad that I can be on Raw and show a wider range. Fair play to Shayna Baszler for, for bringing that up and addressing that. And it's true, it's, there's nothing wrong with showing a wider range of your skill set on WWE television. We're on the countdown to the WWE draft. Andrew Zarian of Matt Men has said the draft is taking place on August the 23rd and August the 27th. He says, I'm seeing a few reports that WWE doesn't have set plans for after the draft. I can tell you that report isn't totally accurate. WWE has some big plans for some who will be switching brands following SummerSlam. With that said, I have heard the goal is to give this year's draft a bigger feel, bigger than the previous years, as you could imagine. You have a unique opportunity to hit the reset button on a lot of talent. And there is something to be said for that, because we've had a whole bunch of releases in WWE, and there is certainly a need to refresh everything. Some of the rosters, because of these releases, are very imbalanced in certain divisions. And a draft is the opportunity to not only redress some of those balances, but give people maybe an opportunity to perform on a different stage where they can probably progress more. I think one of the people that's going to benefit the most from a WWE draft this year, I think is going to be Big E. He's somebody that has uh, has been doing some amazing work on SmackDown, but there's very much a ceiling as he is not going to be the person that ends up defeating Roman Reigns. He's certainly not. So why not move him onto a brand where potentially he could become a main event champion? Being on Monday Night Raw up against someone like Bobby Lashley, I think Big E versus Bobby Lashley, uh, that is a match that I'm very much down for seeing. WWE have confirmed the date of Clash of Champions 2021. It's taking place on the 26th of September. The show is going to be airing from the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Previous WWE events have included King of the Ring 2002, won by Brock Lesnar, Bad Blood 2004, uh, the Hell in a Cell match between Shawn Michaels and Triple H took place there, Money in the Bank 2015, Seth and Dean had a belter of a ladder match, for the WWE title there, and Fastlane 2018, where AJ Styles defended the WWE title in a six-pack challenge. As well as plans for going to Columbus, Ohio, a return to WWE's spiritual home is on the cards. PW Insider reporting that on Friday, September the 10th, SmackDown will emanate from Madison Square Garden in New York City. This will be the first trip to MSG since the house show in December of 2019. That's going to be an emotional night for all involved in WWE. We saw a video on NXT UK last night hyping Blair Davenport. It was a contract being signed with the name Blair Davenport at the bottom. An unidentified woman was shown signing this contract. Uh, when she'll be debuting wasn't revealed, uh, but all sources are indicating that this is going to be the arrival of B Priestley, who is heading to WWE. It was announced uh, recently via people connected within WWE uh, that Priestley had signed with the company, and it was a matter of when she would be making an appearance. Blair Davenport was trademarked just the other day, and now we know why. It looks as if Blair Davenport is going to be the brand new name of B Priestley. 
Talking of new names, Ruby Riot, who was released by WWE earlier on in June, has changed her name on Instagram to Ruby Soho. Uh, it's the name of a song by Rancid, if you're looking for the inspiration behind it. Uh, Ruby did say that when she left WWE, she was, it was time to change up her name. She's really keen to keep the Ruby part of it. Uh, no plans to go back to Heidi Lovelace. So uh, I like it. I like Ruby Soho. It works. Looking to Impact Slammiversary, a new report from Fightful says that there's going to be at least two surprises on that night. They are teasing a whole bunch of potential uh, returns and debuts from people released from WWE. And it looks as if this time next month we could see two new faces in the Impact Wrestling Arena in Nashville alongside fans. I mean, it's nice to have fans back, but that may not be the only return that we're going to be getting. And in terms of the Impact Wrestling Championship, Kenny Omega uh, has got plans ahead for him as well. This comes from Wrestling Observer Radio. Dave Meltzer says uh, Impact and AEW are all collaborating, especially with Kenny Omega. With Sammy Guevara, obviously, it wasn't as collaborated because it wasn't in as high-profile a picture. But before Omega ever won the title, they had their battle plan all mapped out on where and what it was going to be, who's going to be on what show, and when it's going to be, and when Impact can get their title back. This was all part of the deal way ahead of time. Slammiversary, we're going to see Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan. Potentially Callahan being the guy to take the belt back to Impact Wrestling. And a WWE Hall of Famer wants a dream match ASAP. Big show. Paul White was talking to Miami Herald about a potential dream match that's been hyped for years with Shaquille O'Neal. And White says, I hope so at some point in terms of whether it will happen or not. He says, it's been the biggest tease ever between Shaq versus me for how many years? At some point, you either never do it because you can't live up to the tease or we need to hurry up and do it before it gets to be yesterday's news. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. 
Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The Cultaholic Wrestling News Podcast is brought to you by WrestleCrate. Sign up with the code word Cultaholic and in your first crate, get yourself a signed photo of our very own Ross Tweddle. That's right, Gary. Adding a photo of Ross Alicious to your home Alicious may increase the resale value of your property by up to 0.6% Alicious. Sign up to the original and best wrestling subscription box using the word Cultaholic at WrestleCrate.co.uk. Now, this past Monday on Raw, Nikki Cross revealed to the world that she's now a superhero. We scratched our heads a little bit, wondering why the creative had decided to turn Nikki Cross into a caped crusader. And as it's transpired, this is an idea that was firmly in the mind of Nikki Cross, something she wanted to bring to life and see where it goes. Also, it transpired that she worked alongside an artist based in Scotland, a chap by the name of Rob Downey. And I thought it'd be good to catch up with Rob and talk a little bit about the creative process behind this new spark in Super Nicky Cross. Recently, I felt something spark inside of me. I've beaten Charlotte Flair. I've beaten the Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. And now I can win my way into the Money in the Bank ladder match. In the last few weeks, I've been working on how to physically display to all of you the spark that's been going on inside my heart. And I'm so excited to finally be able to share it with all of you. And I won't be alone because no matter how far down we fall in life, we all share the same positivity, the same spark, the same, the same spirit to win. Tonight, I represent all of us, no matter our shortcomings. So this, this, this embodies everything that we all have inside of us. Our spirit. Rob, how are you doing, sir? I'm not too bad. Thanks. Yourself? You good? I'm doing. I'm good. You know, it's lovely to actually chat to you because away from what we're going to talk about today, um, I-, I pester you at least a couple of times a year for commissions. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You... It, keep, it pays my bills. I'm not complaining. <laughs> well, I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm delighted to be the one sharing your help, help and pay your bills. On our um, uh, for one for Christmas last year, I made uh, uh, for Lotus at home made Alex a uh, a guidebook for um assassin's creed and rob very kindly uh, brought alex to life as the character from assassin's creed a piece of art that's so prestigious in our house it is the background of our playstation 4 so <laughs> that was uh, that was a fun picture to work with oh you had a really lovely time i could tell one. you had a lovely time doing that as well you can just yeah. tell you poured 
we'll talk about what you do and how people can work with you. But um, uh, the reason we're talking is because we saw Nikki Cross unveil this 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 very out of out of nowhere new character uh, in which yeah. she now plays a superhero, and you put out a, a wonderful illustration in your own unique style of Nikki Cross, and you revealed actually this was a little something that not only you'd drawn but you'd actually workshopped with Nikki Cross to pitch to WWE. So I want to get into that. But first of all, how did you first come to meet Nikki Cross? Um, well, uh, Nikki's been following me on Instagram now for about a year. I think she followed me around about last April when um, I did this big picture of, uh, this was when like five Scottish wrestlers were holding were holding titles in WWE and, and NXT. She's basically been supporting my work ever since. She's always liking my posts and that and she's been sharing my stuff and she's been great to be honest you see a lot of people uh, sharing you with love for the work that you do because uh, i've seen many times you've been at uh, wrestling shows mainly in scotland where uh, mm. you, you've taken these illustrations with you and you get to show them to the people that you you brought to life in cartoon form and and there, there seems to be a lot of love for what you do so yeah it's really it's just it's just been it's just been brilliant to be honest it's really really motivating especially if you're an awkward mess like me, it really... <laughs> <laughs> We're all awkward keeps messes, me, keeps mate. Me from, keeps, keeps me from um, panicking and... It's lovely to it's lovely to see though. So how did it? So obviously Nikki at this point is is a big fan of your work. She's supporting what you do. So how did it come about then that she she started a conversation with you about this new gimmick that she was doing? Well, um, it was about um, about March this year. She reached out to me. She just asked if um, if I could draw a picture of her as a superhero for a for a pitch. She asked me to keep this quiet as I, and uh, I did a good job of that. Nobody, I think my girlfriend was the only one I told even my, my immediate family didn't even know, but like she gave me the specifics, like the colors, the colors. And um she asked if it could include like a cape, a mask, like wristbands and stuff like that. That was basically it. I drew her as, so I, I just, I just drew her as who I'd picture her as a superhero. So I, I was like looking at pictures of her old gear and um like, I made sure I tried, I thought I'd, I'd put a cross in it because of like the Scottish flag and her last name as well. I thought it felt like it fit and stuff. That was that was basically it. She was she was really happy with it, but um, because I knew it was a pitch, there was quite a it was quite a scary commission because it's not just it's not just Nikki I've got you impressed with this. It's whoever whoever she's pitching this to that's going to have to be impressed with it as well. Nikki said to you like I'm I've got this superhero idea. Uh, yeah. Can you draw me as a superhero? So did she have an idea, or did you say she had an idea of color scheme and design, or were you kind of to a lot of it left to your own devices? It was a bit of both. She mentioned that she wanted like the wristband, the mask and the cape and the choice of colours was hers too. I tried I wanted it to like something Nikki would actually wear, so I was looking at I looked at her old gear for influence and stuff. You can see that a lot of things were changed from the end result. I'm not sure I don't really want to comment on that too much because I don't know who's I don't know who made the decisions and stuff like that. So it could have been and truth be told, the last the final look, I do I, I loved how the final design came out anyway so when did you hear that the idea had been given the all clear and and it was it, this this image that you created was about to come to life basically when everybody else did it turned up i actually missed i didn't watch raw live this week i, I saw I, I saw the gif of her wearing the costume up here on my twitter feed and i was just like oh god it, it got approved that's brilliant like, how, I, did, I, how did that feel seeing that like the design that you'd help put together and all of a sudden there it is on monday night raw yeah i was pretty excited i mean i didn't want to get my hopes too high because i didn't know even if it got approved that would things get ch how much would get changed and stuff like that and i mean to be fair though the picture was only a concept so to, it was to get her through the the pitching part of it so the fact that that worked means that the picture did its job so it was brilliant that um that it got approved i was so 
so happy for Nikki. It was great. And Nikki seems just overjoyed in this character. She's beaming through all of this. It's always great when an idea that you have had is greenlit and you're doing your own thing. Have you had much correspondence with Nikki since Monday about the debut of the character, how she feels about it? Really happy. I, I reached out to her before. Um, I didn't know if she wanted to keep this, because like I said, she asked me to keep it quiet to start with, and I wasn't sure if it was safe to talk about the fact that it helped so i reached out to her and asked her and she was um i just i just asked her if i was able to post if i could post it and she was like yeah no problem it was like like saying the picture was amazing and stuff like that what's been the reaction to that for you have you had suddenly a lot of interest from other people are you basically designing superheroes for all the wrestlers now rob is what i'm saying <laughs> fingers crossed i would be I've not, I've not had any wrestlers reach out to me yet but that would be but if anybody's watched if any wrestlers are watching this they they're they're uh, welcome to ask me. I was more shocked by the because um, I didn't realize there was a big thing going on about was Nikki like forced to do this by the by the WWE and stuff like that. I didn't know any of this was going on when I posted. It. I just wanted to show the picture off. Suddenly, there's people retweeting it, going, "See, it was her idea. Stop, stop shouting about it and stuff like that." I'm just, just like, I'm, and and then then my tweet appears in a bunch of um, articles as well, and everyone's quoting me for it. And I'm just like, I just, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to show you the picture. <laughs> But it's, it's, you know what, it's amazing because the one thing that like I've learned from, from speaking to people on, on Desert Island Graps is that normally if, you're, if you've got a character idea uh, you want to pitch to either Vince McMahon or creative, you've, you've got like 15 seconds to do it. You've got to get Oof. it in. Um, you've got to get it in so quick. You can't, you, you, you can't go in long and drawn out about it. You've just got to be right. This is what I want to do. So I can imagine that you drawing Nikki Cross as a superhero um, and literally just going i can imagine her going to vince that i want that and which is which is easy enough decision for vince to go okay pal sure like that that makes her life so much easier because you've already brought what she's going to look like to life for the writing team and that makes their life much easier you do um art commissions uh not i know you did you've you know you you, you've done a a, i've paid a (laughs) i've paid a small fortune for your services over the last couple of years sir uh but you've also you know it goes that you know it should go without saying shouldn't go without saying you've designed the emojis for our twitch channel as well so if you see those lovely faces uh, appear on twitch and on youtube it is a Rob Downey production. Um, thank you very much for that, sir. Is there a favourite piece of artwork outside of the Nikki Cross t- stuff that you've made? Something that's that you you're very proud of? Because you've done so much. Like I wouldn't know where you start with a, a question big, like that's that. A, that's a that's a big question. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've got my Instagram open right now. I'm just scrolling through, <laughs> trying to see what stands out for me. The one thing uh, that we are keen to do is is get the Rock to see your picture of the Rock. That's yeah. That's one of that's like a running. <laughs> That's like a sorry, my microphone. That's like a running gag for me now. I've been I've, I drew a picture of him maybe it's got to be at least a year ago now that I drew a, a, this picture of the rock, and every now and then I've been retweeting <laughs> it, tagging him, try get try get everyone that's following me to do the same and that. And so far I've had no luck, but I'll I'll, I'll I keep trying now because it feels like uh it's like a theme now. You know I've got a. I feel I've done it for this long. Waste. <laughs> I've got yeah. to stick. It's got to stick by it. You got to keep with it. You got to keep with it. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, check out your Instagram and, and maybe even get you on board to design them as a superhero or other things. Uh, where can people find out all about you, sir? Uh, my handle is um, Rob Art Downey, one word. It's basically, it's the same handle for every every social media. So Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. Probably easier to get hold of me 
through um twitter I think. and that's rob art downey isn't it that's the one yeah have it appear on the screen right here editing <laughs> rob it's been an honor and a privilege to chat to you mate thank you so much for taking time today you're a legend no worries. thanks thank for you, thanks for having me on this is great it's been great on the cultaholic podcast feed this weekend tomorrow it is the cultaholic classic no mercy watch along myself matthew greg and dave roberts from generation animation are going to be watching no mercy 2000 in its entirety offering an alternative very alternative soundtrack for your ears then on sunday it's a brand new episode of desert island graps i am joined by member of team gb for the first time ever somebody from team gb is on the cultaholic podcast and it's table tennis player on the paralympic team jack hunter spivey Uh, he is taking on the world in tokyo in a few months time but as he's a massive wrestling fan he wanted to come on and chat wrestling before he goes and choose three of his favorite matches to watch on that metaphorical desert island Uh, you are gonna you're gonna love you're gonna love jack hunter spivey you're gonna hear all about him from him on Sunday on a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. Check out cultaholic.com over the weekend as well. Test your metal uh, on your King of the Ring 2001 knowledge. Can you name all the wrestlers who took part in the 01 pay-per-view? Plus more details on the return of John Cena. And Jack asks the question in his weekly column, column is the brilliance of Roman Reigns papering over SmackDown's Raw-esque flaws. It's Jack taking SmackDown, the blue brand, to task at Cultaholic.com today. YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic in case you missed it. This week, Ross was joined in conversation by member of the Dark Order, Colt Cabana, and he found out what items Colt Cabana would send straight to hell. Also, last night on the YouTube channel, we launched a brand new series called Counted Out, in which we look at wrestlers and their and their final few days with a new with an old company and them joining the new one. We talk about Dean Ambrose looking to regain his voice as John Moxley. If you want to look at the last days of Dean Ambrose and the first days of John Moxley, check out Counted Out at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. Anything else I need to plug for this weekend? Um, oh, yes! Roll up. Got him, got him with a roll up. Main event inside Hell on the Cell, he's won with a roll up. Again. Happened again, hasn't that? Four years. Four years in a row. Yep, yeah, uh, anyway, I, I don't know what to say. I can't believe this is happening again. You're a bunch of twats. Oh, fucking hell no. They put fucking shit in the office. Oh! <coughs> my, my mouth on fire. Should have accepted my request. Now open a dog food team. Why dog food? <coughs> in here, it looks like a Terry's chocolate orange or something. It's a fucking onion.
Do a Carlito impression, then bite the onion. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Fucking hell. Holy shit. Literally, holy shit. What the fuck is this? What is my job? Hell in a smash. Adam Pacitti will be live on the YouTube channel for Hell in a Smell 4. For 24 hours, Adam Pacitti will be in the smelliest possible room. And you know how last year it was pretty awful? How we had him putting squids on his head and jumping into horse manure? We've made it worse. <laughs> We've made it worse! Don't tell him I said that. It'd be a nice surprise for him. Uh, you can watch Adam Pacitti go through hell in a smell tomorrow on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.